um, I think my favorite part of my music is that there's a story behind every song. Like, I don't ever write a song that's just meaningless. Like, for at least for me, I always try to have like a hidden message or a message in it because I think, I mean, I think what God has made, like, He's made relevant, like, not relevant. Oh my gosh, what am I saying? Sorry. Um, it's okay. <laughs> showed me that my purpose is like, I went through pain for a reason mm. and it's to one day eventually help somebody else out of it and help them at least maybe not help them out of it because I'm, I mean, I'm not perfect and I'm, and I'm, I'm not going to say I'm going to pray for you and your depression is going to be gone, but <laughs> it's a real journey people. But I think I can at least be the person that, you know, can say like, I've been there and I can totally understand you. I can relate to you. And you know, I'm here for you. Like, if you ever want to talk, like, I, I, I'm free. And so, you know, text me, call me, and mm. I'll, I'll be the shoulder to cry on because I know I needed one. Mm. So if you ever, I mean, if anybody here ever needs one, and they just like, one night, they're just like, you know what, I feel like I have no one to call, just call me. You know? I'm not going to judge you because I've been through my fair share of stuff too. Hey everyone, welcome back to One Thing in Common podcast. On today's episode, I have my lovely friend, Victoria Olano. Vicky is a singer and songwriter who loves to play tennis. If she's not on the court, you can find her writing a new song or hanging out with friends. On this episode, Vicky shares with us how some of her toughest moments were the ones that led her to writing the songs she now has out. Even though she may be young in age, she's got an old soul and is someone I absolutely adore. Everyone, I am filled with joy to bring on my friend, Vicky. Hi guys, I'm Vicky. <laughs> Thank you so much for allowing me to be in this beautiful podcast. Like, I'm so proud of you. And this is just so exciting. Girl, thank you for being on. And as thank you for your words, because I can say the same thing to you. I'm so proud and excited for you. And I'm so excited that you get to share your story today. Y'all, if you don't know, my friend Vicky, she's got literally the voice of an angel. Like, y'all, I ain't even playing, all right? This girl, when I tell you she's young. Vicky, how old are you again? I'm 15. 15. Oh, my gosh. I keep thinking you're 16. Wow. All right, y'all. <laughs> I feel like I'm a grandma. No, I'm just kidding. But... um. Yeah, like I said, she may be young in age, but you, Vicky, you've got such an old soul and you are so wise for your age. Like the conversations we have, I, you and all of your sisters, I'm just like, oh my goodness, like there's no way y'all are so much younger than me. Like it's just not possible, but it is. And you guys are awesome. So Vix, let's talk a little bit about the songs that you have out now. I know before we met, your mom told me so many amazing things about you and the songs that you've written. And when we hung out for the first time, you shared them with me. But what amazed me more than the songs themselves was the story behind it, right? Like you didn't just write it because you were bored. Like there's so much more to that, right? And so I was just wondering if you could share with the listeners, you know, what led you to writing the songs that you have out now? Okay, so currently I have three songs. I have 
here I am next to you and only you. And so I wrote my first song the day after I came out of a six year depression. And it was on, I came out of the depression on January 15th of 2019. And then the day after I was just walking, um, I was procrastinating doing homework. <laughs> Real place. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I just, I don't know, I was just walking around the piano and I just felt drawn to it. And I went and I just sat down and I, um, I played some chords and in five minutes and 19 seconds, the, the song was done. I wrote it down and it didn't even need editing. It was just finished. And it wow. was like my first Christian song ever. Cause I've been a songwriter for like, for forever since I was like nine years old, but mm. it was all very like depressing stuff because mm. that's what I was feeling. And I write what I feel. Mm. So on that day, on January 16th, I was just like, oh my gosh, like I, first of all, I finished a Christian song and I had thought for so many years, like I'll never ever be able to write a Christian song. That's just not me. That's not how I'll ever be able to like work like that. Like, that's just it. And that's like, I'm just going to write depressing music for the rest of my life. Mm. But on that day, it was just like proof that I could do that and I could bring people to know God through my music. And I thought that was just incredible. And here I am. It's just a song about surrender. Um, it's something that I've struggled with a lot because of pride. And it's not pride like, oh, I'm better than you. But it was just, I wanted to prove to myself and to everybody else that I could get myself out of my depression. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you right now, it doesn't work. Like if you're, trying, <laughs> if you're trying to get out of your depression alone without talking to anybody about it, mm -hmm. you're just, you're on a road to destruction, man. It's yeah. nothing, like, it doesn't do anything for you. It just, mm -hmm. it just makes you go deeper and deeper into it. And facing stuff alone is just worse, you know, because yeah you feel like you can't relate to anyone and you're just like in your head about it all the time and voices talk to you and there's no one around you to tell you that they're wrong. So you're yeah. just like, in a way, you're just trying to be the own giver of advice to yeah. yourself. And that just doesn't work, you know, at least not while, not while in your, in that like mindset. So mm -hmm. that's what the song is about. And it's very dear to me because when I finally got to surrender, it was just like, the most amazing moment in my life it was like I just it was like all of the burdens that I had been holding for six years were just lifted off of me and I don't really know how to explain it like I got off of my bed and I was I'm not even kidding I went like this I was like I feel so physically light and it's yeah. because all of those emotional burdens like they can they can go on to you physically too yeah. like it's not just it's not just mental and it's not fake it is so real and that's what yeah. I would like people to know Mm -hmm. and surrendering it's just it's so simple I mean it it sounds easy and then it sounds hard at the same time because you try it and you're like I surrender and nothing yep. but really, <laughs> everything into it like if you just give your heart to the Lord and say like Lord I can't handle this anymore like please just take it all take it all from me and, and really look for him and really ask for it like with all of your heart all your soul and all your mind it will happen and it's just it's just the best feeling in the world no. Wow. Okay. I literally have goosebumps all over my arms as you just were, as you were sharing that story, because I feel like I could relate to the part where it, it like gets physical on you. Um, I remember when I was depressed and I just felt physically, uh, weak. I, I felt mentally, spiritually, it takes a toll on you. Right. And I love what you said. If you think you can do it alone by, um, 
giving yourself advice and just speaking to yourself, like you're, you're leading yourself to a distraction because there's no wise counsel around you. There's nobody to speak truth to you. There's no one, like when our language is a little funky, there's no one to be like, "Mm, no, that, that doesn't sound right. Like that, that doesn't sound, um, kind. That doesn't sound like the voice of God. It sounds harsh. It sounds, you know, and so, um, I love how, when you shared it, your story, I really felt like I'm a visual person. So I could like see yourself okay, getting out of bed and just like going to your piano and just start writing. And you said, wait, in five minutes and 19 seconds, you wrote that song. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I don't even remember writing it because it just happened. It happened so quickly. Like I, I literally pressed record and it just like, it kind of flew out of me like spiritual vomit. It's not even- <laughs> It sounds funny, but that's just how it was. It was just like, you know, (laughs) and I got it on, like, I got it on record and I just, I listened to it and I wrote it down and it was done. And I was like, that wasn't even me. That was totally the Holy Spirit because there's no way, there's no way in the world that I could ever write a song like that. Like that was just the Lord using his voice through me, Mm -hmm. you know, like 100%. So I love that. I love that. So I know you wrote one of your songs in five minutes and there was another song. I don't think you wrote this one in five minutes, but it is out. And it is one that when you shared with me, Vic, um, you shared it with me last year when we first met and I was, I would put it on replay every single night in my room before going to bed. And some nights I would weep. And sometimes I'd be on the, like, just crying out to God in prayer, just crying. Cause like, that's where my heart was at. But I found so much healing in that song. I felt like times where I, there was like nothing left in me. I would just put that song and it would make me go to sleep. And I just felt so peaceful and I wake up in the morning. Like, wow. Like I feel so at peace. I feel so rested. So it's cool as like you found healing in writing songs as you found healing in you know writing songwriting was your outlet right like for some people it may be something different like for me sometimes I go for a run when I feel stressed right like that's my outlet like I don't songwrite I don't sing there's people that are gifted in the world and you're one of those people for that like for real catch me in the shower at a certain time of the day but other than that you know your girl keeps it to herself when it comes to singing but in all honesty I love how you found what works for you and not just that, but like a gifting that you have, you know, like it truly is a gifting that you have that you like the words, the meaning behind it, everything. It's just so special. And I would love if you could just sing a little part of my favorite song. I believe it's next to you. Yeah. I was wondering, could you just sing that? Yeah, of course. Do you want me to just sing it right now? Or like, do I, should I go to the piano? Um, you could sing it now if you'd like. All right. Hold me tight, or I will fail. I trust in you, for your love prevails. Lord, I love you, and you I'm saved when I am next to you. I feel no pain. I am lost when I'm without you. But I am found when I am next to you. Yeah, 
When I'm in darkness in the shadows, you are the light that shrinks my sorrows. Girl, yes! Let's go! Oh my gosh, I love it, Vic. So beautiful. Thank you, thank you. Could you, that was just like a little snippet of it, but could you share, I mean, I've heard that song probably over a million times and we'll continue to hear it a million times more, but could you just share a little bit of what that song means to you and why did you write that one specifically? I think it's really interesting because one of my love languages is physical touch. Um, The other one is quality time, but the first one is physical touch. Um, And it's kind of weird because like, God is present, but he's invisible. And Mm -hmm. physically, at least for me, I can't feel him. Um, And so one of the lines, like the first line is, hold me tight for I will fail. It's Mm -hmm. like, be my comfort because like, I'm going to fail a lot. I'm human. So it's like, I really need God to help me. And, And maybe he doesn't have to be there for me physically, but just like emotionally, it's just me asking like, please hold me because I know I'm going to fail. I trust in you for your love will like prevail all of my failures, you know? Mm. And then it goes to, Lord, I love you and you I'm saved. When I am next to you, I feel no pain. That kind of speaks for itself. You know, like when I'm next to him, it's like all of my worries disappear because Mm. he has complete control over them. And it's just me talking about how I am lost when I'm without you but I'm found when I'm next to you. Like when I'm with you, Lord, like when I am in your presence, I know who I am. I know my identity. Mm. And then the second verse is I need your love for I am still broken. I need your word and truth to be spoken. That is like, it's kind of like a wake up to reality for everybody else that's listening. Cause it's like, okay, first of all, let me tell you, I am not perfect. I'm still hurting. I'm still broken. I'm still going through stuff, you know, but it's important to look at God and to try and, stay with him and just create that relationship with him and keep it with him even in your valleys but at the same time it's saying like it sounds like very happy the song but you have to remember like not everyone's perfect and I may sound like I have it all together but I do not and neither does anyone else Girl, so constant reminder of like listen you need God and you will for the rest of your life because the world is gonna be hard like god said in the bible there are going to be obstacles Mm -hmm. but you will overcome them with me you know like that's when you need me and it's good that we have them because that's how we grow yeah but that's just like i think that verse is so important um i need your love for i am still broken it's like i'm not gonna stop needing you at any point like i'm gonna need you for the rest of my life you know that's just that's so good vic i love that because you like just literally said it yourself like i feel like many times people, including ourselves at moments, like we can go to God when we need him, but it's like, whether we're good or we're bad, whether we're on the mountain or we're, or we're in the Valley, like we're going to need him period, like period. Right. Like in the good and the bad and the ugly, and he's always there. And I feel like that song for so long, cause I feel like when you go through depression, you don't feel God. Like you're just like, God, I believe in you, but I don't feel you. So yeah. like, I don't like, you know, it's, it's weird. It's just, unless if you've experienced it, it's really hard to explain, Mm -hmm. but that song coming out of depression, then hearing it, I was like, wow, God, for like the first time in a long time, I really do feel you. Like for the first time in a long time, I feel your presence. I feel your love. I feel like exactly what you just said, like being wrapped around in love and may not be physically right, but 
emotionally, spiritually. Um, it was a love that I could not get from another human being. It was a feeling that maybe I could get from someone for a moment, but then eventually it would go away. Right. And so that, I think the reason I would play it every night before going to bed, because what you listen to or watch or do anything before bed, it, it really like affects your sleep. Sometimes you dream about certain things. And so it's very like cautious. Like we have to be careful. Like, what are we watching? What are we listening to before we go to bed? And I just remember every time I heard that song, I would wake up with so much peace. Every time I went to bed, like maybe if I was having a bad day and I play that song, I would go to bed feeling just a little bit better. Right. And so I want to thank you for writing that song and continuing to have that passion and put it on paper because I feel like so many people have gifts, but they don't know what to do with them. Right. And, and for you, it's not just a gift, but it's, it's, um, it's like your outlet. It's, it's where you let everything out. You let your heart out. You let your mind out, you know, with me, it's my writing and journaling and that I get ideas and not songs, but there's different ideas that I get for different things. Right. Um, but that's my outlet. And I love how you can use your outlet to help others. You know, I know it's helped me and, and I know it already has helped other people and it's going to continue to help other people. I think my favorite part of my music is that there's a story behind every song. Like I don't ever write a song that's just meaningless. Like for, at least for me, I always try to have like a hidden message or a message in it because I think, I mean, I think what God has made, like he's made relevant, like not relevant. Oh my gosh. What am I saying? Sorry. Um, it's okay. <laughs> showed me that my purpose is like, I went through pain for a reason mm. and it's to one day eventually help somebody else out of it and help them at least maybe not help them out of it because I'm, I mean, I'm not perfect and I'm, and I'm, I'm not going to say I'm going to pray for you and your depression is going to be gone, but <laughs> it's a real journey people. It's a real, journey, guys. Um, a real journey. But I think I can at least be the person that, you know, can say like, I've been there and I can totally understand you. I can relate to you. And you know, I'm here for you. Like, if you ever want to talk, like, I, I, I'm free. And so, you know, text me, call me, and mm. I'll, I'll be the shoulder to cry on because I know I needed one. Mm. So if you ever, I mean, if anybody here ever needs one and they just like, one night they're just like, you know what? I feel like I have no one to call. Just call me. You know? I'm not going to judge you because I've been through my fair share of stuff too. Yes, girl. I love that. I love that. Person. And if I can be someone's person, I mean, that'll just make my day, you know, so. So good. So good. Bix, I got to ask you the question of the podcast. And that is, if you knew then what you know now, what would you tell your younger self? What would I tell my younger self? Um, I think I would tell her that she should guard she should guard her heart mm -hmm. and be careful who she lets into her life mm -hmm. and like be mindful that those people who she does allow into her life will serve a very big impact on her story and who she will become and who she is as a person and yeah that's so beautiful vic yes i definitely would tell myself the same thing <laughs> guard your heart. Literally everything we do flows from it. And I think 
Oh my goodness. If I knew that at 15 years old, girl, girl, <laughs> I think, um, yeah, a lot of things would be different, but grateful for every experience that shaped me, but that's so big. That's so key guard your heart, you know, guard what you allow into it and guard, you know, the people that you allow into it. Right. I think that is definitely a huge golden nugget. And I love that you shared that. Vix, thank you so much for today and sharing just a little bit about your story. I know there's like a whole book to it, honestly, that, you know, that that's me for like another day, <laughs> but, um, just sharing just a little bit of, you know, why you decided to songwrite, you know, what that means to you, where did a majority of your songs birth from to, uh, sharing a little bit of your song and you singing it, let's go. And, um, just sharing that golden nugget guarding your heart. It's so important. And like I said, like, I keep forgetting, like, I cannot, I still can't believe and I, I, I can't stop saying I'm like, you're 15, but you're, I feel like you're so on the right path of just, of knowing where you want to go and more importantly, who you want to become. And I feel like as you begin to step into that and step into the person that you want to become, you're going to attract those people. You're going to attract those friends. You're going to attract the people that are on that same vision, that same path as you. And so I'm so excited to continue to see you flourish and grow into the woman that you're becoming. Thank you so much, May. And like, oh my gosh, this is just one of the best opportunities I've been given. And you are an incredible person. Like for anybody who knows Megs, obviously everybody who's watching probably knows Megs. <laughs> like she's just an incredible person and she's so wise and just like, she's so genuinely honest and sweet and she's like the type of friend that you know will always be there for you like I admire you so much and I just want to like I really thank you from the bottom of my heart for like thinking about me to do this podcast like just sharing this moment is so important and I think wow I'm, I'm just so grateful for it <laughs> girl I, I'm giving you a virtual hug right now <laughs> A virtual hug. Vix, before there we go. There we go. We got it. We got it. <laughs> okay, Vix, before we end, I gotta ask you, where can people follow you for um on social media, your music? Where can people find your fire songs? Let them know. Okay, so on Spotify, I am Victoria Olano. Obviously, Victoria V-I-C-T-O-R-I-A, and then O-L-A-N-O. And then on my Instagram, you can find me as Vic Olano, V-I-C-K-O-L-A-N-L. And yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. Y'all get her on the gram. Listen to her on Spotify. Get her music. Fall asleep to it. It's just a good time. <laughs> All right, girl. Thank you again so much for being on here today. I appreciate you so much. It's always good seeing you. And I cannot wait to see you soon again. Thank you so much. I love you. Love you, girl. Bye. Thank you for listening. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and please leave a rate interview as it makes a huge difference. Also, share this podcast with your friends and family. And don't forget to follow at One Thing in Common Podcast on Instagram and tag us with any insights you got from the episode. I am so grateful for each and every one of you, and I hope you have the best week. Much love. <laughs>